1: Hi guys, welcome back to Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm your host, Courtney Kosak, and I am super excited about today's guests. Uh, They were so fun to talk to. Uh, I have Matt Myra, who writes on the TV show The Goldbergs, and his wife Dori Shafir, uh, who has just written a novel that is getting rave reviews called Startup. And we're gonna talk about their podcast, Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, which chronicles their fertility struggles. Uh, we're gonna talk about how they met on Tinder. Um, there are a couple stories about <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart and Neil deGrasse Tyson, which is uh, were amazing. I'd love to hear them. Um, and uh, we'll talk about how they keep the romance alive. So here we go. I am so excited to have you guys here today. I am here with Matt Myra. Uh, she whose, nailed it, guys. Whose sperm is dumb.
0: Hey, really. <laughs> Real dumb.
1: <laughs> and Dory Shafir, whose eggs are old. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, of Matt and Dory's excellent Adventure, uh, a podcast that I love. It's such Thank a you. fun journey. Fun? Is that the right word to talk about fertility Bad struggle? word for that. <laughs> but it's... You guys have like a lighthearted handle on it so it's yeah
2: you have to yeah if you didn't we'd it'd be a very sad podcast that no one would listen to
1: yeah totally and i'm not trying to have a baby and it's still fun (laughs) like i am specifically in the stage where i am trying not to have a baby right 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 (laughs)
2: Uh, we've been there, but
0: <laughs>
2: I look back at those days and think, what were you thinking, buddy? <laughs>
1: Should have been getting it in. <laughs> Could have been a time
2: when your sperm wasn't that dumb.
1: We missed that window. I know. And Matt, you also write on the Goldbergs. Uh-huh. And as you were saying, you're like a podcast. You've been on...
2: Yeah, do the Nerdist podcast. Uh, and then there's a couple other very niche podcasts about various pop culture-y things like James Bond, Fraser, and Star Trek
1: love it and uh dory your book is your not first novel my first novel yeah startup startup just came out like within the week yeah it came out on april 25th so exciting yeah. we were just talking before we started you got your first new york
3: times book review i did yeah they called it um biting and astute Yes, so I was like, I'll take that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you get it. (laughs) Twitter bio. (laughs) Were those the
2: the best two adjectives you could pull out of there?
3: Um, that was that's probably the best uh, Uh soundbite adjectives. Why you don't you don't think they're
2: good? I haven't read this review. I haven't seen it.
3: You don't Mm. like biting astute though.
2: I like biting astute, but I also like uh, wonderfully brilliant.
3: Okay, you know, I'll, just I'll, like you know what, I'll write them a letter. If you could yeah, talk to let's them. email the New York Times. Yeah, this <laughs> this great review wasn't
1: good enough for my husband. <laughs>
2: oh, in fairness, I haven't read the review.
1: <laughs> um, so you guys met on Tinder? We Is sure that did. Sure did. Pre-excellent adventure. There were Tinder swipes that happened. Yes. And on Matt was it was your second day on Tinder?
2: It was my second day, right? Oh, or like, a it, was like, like a it was like it was so I short. went on for I went on I was gave myself a forty eight hour window of Tinder. I said I, I'm gonna go on. So
1: many people hate you right now. <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm on, including <laughs> his wife. And I was like, I'm just gonna
2: on a Friday. I was like, I'm gonna give it till Sunday night.
0: <laughs> Shut her down. I'm gonna
2: see what do- see what happens out there. Uh, so I did some swiping, and it might have been the se- it was probably the second day. But by that time, I had matched with five people and i only messaged dory she was the only one that was like oh, she seems to have her shit together <laughs> i was really just looking for someone Little employed <laughs> and i was looking for employed older and uh, oh you were
1: looking for older yeah i love that because it was I just know. like <laughs> i fucking love that so
2: much i was tired of dating people younger than me and my age cuz it's they're just, it's like dating children. It's ridiculous.
0: Yes. And I oh my was God. like, would... I am
2: tired of hearing about your terrible open mic. <laughs> 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 it's a specific set of women who are dating. <laughs> yeah. I think
3: he was also glad I wasn't a stand-up.
2: Oh, I'm, I was so glad. I that was is... just glad you weren't in comedy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice... If, I think uh, people that do comedy for a while, they think it's like necessary in their partner. Right. Right. And then after a while, you're like, why? (laughs) Why would I ever invite more of that into my life? Can't we
2: bring (laughs) different baggage to this trip (laughs) called life?
1: Exactly. (laughs) So funny. Uh, What were your profiles? Do you remember, like, what? I
2: remember. I still have screenshots of both of our profiles. Yeah.
3: Matt had a funny quote. There was something about how he had been quoted in the local paper about. Like clam chowder or something?
2: Well, I can, it was in the Lowell Sun from Lowell, Massachusetts. And it said, it, they quoted me about chowder. And the way they attributed the quote was, uh, Matt Myra, a true New Englander. Uh, I love that. <laughs> so I put that. Because it just pulled. I didn't, I wasn't, like I had not honed a profile. So right. I wasn't really sure what to do with Tinder. And the way Tinder works is it pulls from your Facebook yes so this was something that i had put in my facebook profile in like 2006 in that little section that about me section that i've never and i've never since updated that thing it was just the first time i signed up for facebook that's what it was and then when i pulled up tinder it had shown that and i was like oh that's ridiculous i'm gonna leave that yeah as my profile and
3: i thought it was like Kind of funny, yeah. I'm like weird, like you know. Like I hadn't, I hadn't seen a Tinder profile like that. Are you
1: a New Englander?
3: Yes, and I'm from Boston. All so right, I was that's like, how you reel it in. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. A fellow, you know, Massachusetts native, um, and there's just something like sweet about his profile.
2: I'm, um, you know, very charming. <laughs> in. Uh, <laughs> In five photo bursts,
1: <laughs> I think you had a picture with Neil deGrasse Tyson.
2: I did. Yeah, it was me that
1: me. is you had in, you had Tinder game from the beginning.
2: Exactly, yeah, he just, had I,
1: natural Tinder game.
0: I was just you know <laughs>
2: it was me and, and it it was a very funny photo because it was Neil deGrasse Tyson had come on at midnight. I was writing on at midnight uh-huh. at the time, and he pulled out his laptop to like show me. He was like pitching me an at midnight game. And I was, like, standing in the green room with the executives and, like, looking at his... He's, like, look at all these memes. He had collected all of the memes featuring himself.
3: Ah! Oh, my Ah! God. I love that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like,
2: from all all over the internet. And he had them all. And he was, like, pitching me on a Neil deGrasse Tyson meme game, which I was, like, this is not a bad pitch. But it's, like, (laughs) the photo is, like, me just, like, Neil, like, pointing at his computer and me, like, "Uh uh-huh. So I just thought it was a very funny... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like brutal. and I like
3: I saw it, and my kind of initial—you have like a you know when you're going through Tinder profiles, you have like a visceral reaction mm-hmm. to photos. For and sure. I think my visceral reaction was like, oh, this is a guy who doesn't take himself too seriously. Yes. And that was appealing to me, you yeah. know. Um,
1: <laughs> did it bo- Did it say? It said that you were both writers in your.
2: Yeah. Somehow, like, I think there I said was I was in- a
3: journalist.
2: Yeah, I think that I. I think Mayan said something to the effect of like I write comedy for a living Mm or something like that. It
3: was clear that you were employed, also.
2: Well, I wanted to put it out there (laughs) that
3: that is an attractive quality. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, So yeah, so we so we met on Tinder. I had been I had moved to LA almost exactly a year before I met Mm -hmm. Matt, and had been on Tinder and OKCupid, kind of on and off Mm -hmm. for the last year. Yeah. Yeah. You know that game. Um, and had gone on a lot of first dates, had gone mm-hmm. on had met a couple of people that I went out with a few times, but no one that I was like super excited about. yeah, And when I met Matt, I had just my friend my friend at work and I had been on Tinder for a little while. And we both had decided that we needed. She was like, "Let's do a man cleanse." And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea." So we had like deleted the apps. and that then, helped. I decided to go back on. I was like, all right, it's been like six weeks. I'll Mm -hmm. I'll dip my toe back in. And so that was when I met Matt. But I had gone through a lot of frogs, as it were. And so it was especially galling
1: to me that he was like, yeah, I don't know. I just like went on. (laughs) (laughs) I know. No, totally. And that's what I tell people, my friends, too, when they have – like instant kind of bad experiences i'm yeah. like you gotta just give it a few yeah. cycles yeah, yeah. Just go through it a few times yeah. it gets better and i don't know if tinder's <laughs> like you know this
3: was this was three years ago i don't know if tinder's like changes algorithms but i did find that if i like deleted the app and then came back uh-huh. that i seemed to be getting shown like a a better quality of guy. And I don't know if that was just like my life
2: hack
1: mindset. No, no, no. I think that is actually true. I, I, in my experience of deleting and, and then redownloading.
3: Yeah. That would happen. Yeah. So I feel like there was something about me having been off for a while that maybe like algorithmically like showed me to you. And then, you know, like
2: I'm very grateful for all that Tinder gave me, but I, (laughs) kind of wish that I had gotten to like to the point where I was like trying to get my friends to recommend me to Raya. Like I wish that I had hit that (laughs) juncture where I was like, hey, can I get, come on, I'm putting a good word. (laughs) I don't know if,
1: listen, uh, friends have done Raya and I don't, it's like there, you can find, one of my friends found a great dude, but are you looking for a douche? That's where right. that's where you find it. Well a I have
2: friends that are on Raya and I'm like they're like, oh look, it's Terry Hatcher. I'm like, what well, way? I know.
1: <laughs> no, totally. But then there's a lot of just other like I don't know, randos on there. Influencers. Sure. Influencers. <laughs> exactly. No no shade. No, but. yeah,
3: no shade, but uh, yeah. Um anyway, I yeah, so when Matt messaged me for the first time, uh-huh. his message was like, I've never done this before. Like, am I doing this right, kind of thing, and like said something else, but I got like you get a lot of messages like that where people are like, am I doing this right? Yeah, or yeah. and I was like, oh That's god, true. another one of these. I guys. believe
2: I said. I've never used this before.
3: Yes, whatever. <laughs> I said, I've never used
2: this before. Is this what is supposed to happen? It was just yeah. what you're supposed to do.
3: Okay, basically the same
2: thing. And I messaged you, yeah.
3: Right, but, but it was all
2: legit. And you no, literally I know. are the only person I messaged. I
3: know, but at the time, I remember I didn't respond for a little, for like a few hours because I was, I had this internal debate about whether he was bullshitting me. Yeah. Um, it turned out he was not. No,
1: just trying to figure it out.
3: All just,
2: I am just is an genuine... honest human being. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> so how quickly did you take it offline? Pretty quickly.
2: Yeah. No, we switched to the um, we switched to texting that weekend. Yeah. So we had, we had to do a match on a Saturday because I was texting you on Sunday.
3: And then I think maybe Monday. That Monday we had, we talked on the phone.
2: Yes.
1: Oh, you did a very, like, each day was like a little bit
3: different.
2: We just, like, yeah. a little bit more. A little bit more. And then we went out the that Thursday. That Wednesday. Went, no, Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday because double taping about midnight and I yeah. left early. Yeah. To nice. Go on our yeah. first date.
1: So. And then you said on your show, like, you've never spent a night apart in the same city together.
2: That was That was true. True but until. It... You had to write a book. Where was it? Story. Yes. Well, <laughs> was that
1: it? I mean,
2: it was. I feel like there was one weird instance where sh- one of us slept somewhere else. I don't even. Why would that even be?
3: Well, it just happened this past week.
2: That's right. We were in Boston. We were in Boston, and, and Matt stayed with his friends a couple nights. I uh, had had my fill of my parents, of, <laughs> of the, the Shafir Steinberg house.
1: That's fair.
2: Honestly, it was really just that it was. So hot in there. <laughs> they
3: live in this building where they can't control the They live on the 26th
2: floor of this tower. And I could not... I was like, is there air? And they're like, well, the building doesn't turn the air conditioning on until whatever the date is. Jesus. I'm like, but it, it's global warming. This air conditioner it should was, be on all the time. It was
3: stuffy. And then they were like... Oh we'll here's a fan, and it was just like sad, like little plastic no. fan. Yeah, and, and had, Matt was like,
2: <gasps> said terrible. I run very hot, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to Lowell. Yeah. I'll see you.
3: Yeah, but yeah, it was it was one of those things where I think I was a little more wary uh-huh. because I had I definitely gone out with guys. You know, you meet the, these guys who are who like immediately are like. Oh my God. Like, Uh just come on super strong and start talking about like things in the future. And you're like, I've known you for a week. Uh And Matt wasn't like that extreme, but he was like very open about Mm -hmm. his feelings. And I was a little like, whoa, wait a second. Like, I was a little not suspicious of his motives. Like, I I thought he was being genuine, but I was like, he might not know himself.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I get
3: that. Um, Oh, I know. But now that I know him, <laughs> I know that, you know, he did know himself. But at the time, I was like, is he just going to be one of those guys who's like, oh, my God, I think I'm in love with you. And then, like, the next week is like, ah, actually, bye.
1: Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, I bet. Uh, like, you like sleep like, together a bunch and then yeah. it's like, what, fizzled out but in But even the that lust? sounds yeah.
2: like more effort than I was willing to put in. To to pretend <laughs> Yes, it's right. No, like, the right. charade of dating just is exhausting. Be, yeah. A hundred percent. I was over that period of my life and I just was like, but then with Dory, something, cl- it was that instant like, oh, mm-hmm. that's how a, an adult human being is supposed to be. And uh, that is <laughs> incredible.
1: No, I find that in my, cr- I met my boyfriend on Tinder uh-huh. uh, like nine months ago.
2: Um, Congratulations, yeah. fellow Tinder story. Thank you. <laughs>
1: uh, there's got to be like just so many of us, right? Yeah,
3: there are.
2: There, yeah, there are some people. They're
3: starting to be more and more. They come out of the
2: woodwork. They email us. Let us know.
3: Yeah, a woman I work with just married a guy she met on Tinder. Um, I feel like it, it, it happens.
1: Yeah, and it's I don't know if it's as superficial. I mean, it is superficial, uh, the process, I, I guess, but. It's just that it introduced... I don't know if I would have met him otherwise. It's like, we could have randomly... Yeah. Yeah. But I just don't think the introduction would have been the same. And we're so compatible.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, what's funny is with us, we have a mutual friend, Julia Siegel, who at the time was working Uh, on At Midnight. um, And I had broken up with my previous long-term girlfriend. We lived together two and a half years uh, and then we broke up but it was like it was a it was the most pleasant break I've ever had in uh-huh. my life and like we're still talk and we don't hate each other and we just knew uh it, it was and yeah after that maybe the week after that Julia was like I have this friend you have to meet and I was just like no <laughs> this just happened so she that was, was talking in, about you yeah yes. that was in November And then we matched in March, right? Yeah, end of March. End of March.
1: I love that. So you could have been set up on a blind date. Yes, but we
3: probably—if—if we had gone on that date, Matt probably would have been like, "I'm not ready." Uh And then it's not like six months later he'd been like, "Oh, let me call that woman," Uh you know? (laughs) So. But it was a very—it
2: was a just a weird thing. And then so after I met Dory, I. Uh, at work, I, I don't know if Julia was even a no, mutual. No, she was. Was she a mutual Facebook friend? Because I don't even know if Julia oh. and I were Facebook friends. No,
3: I think Tara.
2: Tara was the only one. <laughs> yeah. um, but we, I met her and I talked to her and I was like, oh, she's great. And then I think we went out and then I was like talking about it at work. And Julie was like, shut up. And then ah! was like, that's who I was going to. I was like, all right. So I, <laughs> we do give Julia some credit as yeah. being a good yenta.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She just put it out to the universe. Exactly, <laughs> I love that. Um, so the, I the six year thing was interesting when you emailed me, uh, like that's the the reverse of that is in uh-huh. my relationship. Do you, does it ever come up? It's like the never a thing. That, yeah, no. it's never like I don't think that big that difference is.
2: No, I don't. I, I've always felt older mm-hmm. than I am. I've just like. I'm one of those people that was born 40. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, all my friends are older than Dory is, like, by a few years. Like, most of my best friends are in their mid-40s, and I'm Mm -hmm. 33. (laughs) So, it's like, and it just, it just, I don't know how it ends up happening. But I'm just, like, also over everything. (laughs) And then we find each other. Um, And... You know, it's very, it just has always felt, it has just always felt better for me to be talking and being, hanging around with someone older. Like, one of my best friends in the world, um, John McDonough, is, he was a senior when I was a freshman. And we became friends then. And I would argue that the the freshman to senior gap... Yeah, feels huge at the time. ...is enormous. Yeah. But we somehow, like, and, you know, it's just... Yeah. I just always felt old. So the age thing with her has just been like, no, this makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's literally been like one reference that we didn't share.
3: Well, what's funny <laughs> it's funny. Like... It, what's funny too is that I feel like often the references that I should know from like my childhood Matt knows better than I do because he's the youngest of four and I'm the oldest of three ah. so I feel like that also has a huge impact like when you're the youngest of four and his next oldest sibling is seven years older uh-huh. you are absorbing all of their pop culture from like a very young age yes. whereas I was like just absorbing whatever my parents were telling me to absorb. Mm -hmm. I didn't have an older role model to be like, this is cool. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these things, especially from the early to mid 80s, Matt is so much more conversant in than I am. Oh, yeah. Which is like weird. (laughs) Yeah,
2: because I have like vivid memories of being a child. And like I had two, my two oldest siblings are girls. So I have two older sisters. Ah, yeah. um, I have younger brothers. Who are, what, Kim's what, 40, 70 what year is she born? 72. So she's 45. Five. And my other sister's 39 or 40. No, 40. I forget. I Whatever. They're old. <laughs> <laughs> but I have vivid memories as a, as a child of them, like, getting ready to go out and, like, me just, like, hanging out on the floor while I was watching. They had MTV on, so I'm, like, watching, like, I'm watching a uh, real world uh-huh, or, and, right. like, not even a real world. This is, like, I'm talking, like, born in the USA, big video at the time and like poison videos and Def Leppard and like all of that stuff. Oh yeah, okay.
3: And you must have been like four. Yeah. So all (laughs) of
2: that is in my head as though that was my youth. So that also might be part of why I feel older
3: than a lot of the people around me.
2: It's also like, you know, like I love The Fall Guy, which is a show that was canceled probably in 1984. But like, and I was born in 83, but like, I would just watch <laughs> these, too, ra- yeah. I was just raised by the television. Like that's, that is it. And so for Dory, who was such a studious young person who mm-hmm. was constantly doing what she should have been doing, while she was doing that, I was just being raised by television. Yeah. So, I, you know, a lot of, like I'll make a reference to like an episode of Family Ties and she's like, I w-
3: okay, I watched a lot of Family Ties.
2: Drunk Uncle on Family Ties. Mm. Tom Hanks.
3: But you also have uh, that, like, That's good. You have <laughs> that, like, perfect recall. I yeah.
2: I that I do And the
1: pop culture yes. refs. I feel like when you work in the kind of comedy that you yeah. do, yeah. like, that... Yeah. You need that almost.
2: I think it's also, like, part of, like, why I ended up on the Goldbergs, which is a show that's set in the 80s.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, like, a perfect yeah, hit. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> all of
2: the... Everything we're referencing, I'm like, yeah, no, totally. I get it. And I'm, like, the second youngest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Amazing. Um, how Okay, so how long after you guys were an official Tinder couple did, did you realize that you wanted to have a baby together?
2: Uh, that's a good question. Mm.
3: It was definitely before we got married.
2: Yeah, well, I think once we knew we were getting married, we could... Then think
3: about the next the, the next, next logical path. step.
2: Yeah. So.
3: And we got engaged 10 months in. hmm Ooh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're right around the corner. It's happening. <laughs> 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 no, it does kind of feel like that. When <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, really you about know. It. <laughs> yeah. Really about it. Um, yeah. I th- I, yeah. I think it was soon after the was engagement. Around around. We were like, well, let's try trying to have Because, baby. you know,
3: at that point I was 37. And so it was like. You know, it's.
1: But in LA, I feel like that's like the time women start to have, maybe have babies.
0: Yeah. Like,
3: totally. But it was like, OK, well, we should probably. I, I I remember I talked to my OBGYN, and she was like, you know, it's not the worst idea to start trying. Uh huh. And I was like, OK. Um, and then she was like, yeah, so from the time that you sort of like really start trying, like tracking your cycle mm-hmm. and all that stuff, um, usually we tell people if they're not pregnant in a year to go to a specialist, but since, you know, given your age, you should go after six months.
2: I love that we have a brand of advice. Like if they're asking this question, we say this to people. <laughs> like like we're in a space where like, we are saying like, if they have been trying to have a baby for a year, she like was when saying, people write into us though, no, but like when people write into us in an email form and they're like, well, You know, my husband and I have been trying for blah, 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 blah. And, like, we'll be like, no, you should see a specialist. Like, we're experts in the field at this point. Yeah. I bet you...
1: Yeah. How many... Do you get, like, a crazy amount of responses? We get
3: an avalanche of email. We get so much email. Um, Which is great. Which is amazing. I mean...
2: The show would not exist without email.
3: Yeah. I mean, what's also been amazing to me is just the way people like people like pour their hearts out and want to tell us Uh their stories we get
1: some yeah we get some of that too but i'm sure with this how specific the process is you're just like wanting someone else who can also who's dealing with it in a way that is accessible and makes you feel a little bit better yeah
3: who can just kind of affirm what you're going through and you know for i think for some of and it The people who sort of really... They're having a few men, but it's mostly women. Uh You kind of get the feeling that they've never articulated all of this stuff in such Mm -hmm. a way, particularly to a stranger. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah. I mean, it's it's very intense sometimes. (laughs) But it's... I mean, it is pretty amazing that...
2: Yeah, no, I think they're just happy to finally... Talk about it to people who aren't their doctors and mm-hmm. who are, who have gone through it and are going through it, and that's the part of why we started that podcast. Was like no one fucking talks about it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I, you know, I started talking about it on the Nerdist podcast, and then I just started getting tweets from people who were like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad you said this." There's such mm-hmm. a stigma, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then I started talking about it amongst, you know, my, you know, I play poker every week. And I started talking about it there and it like three of the nine people that play poker were going to the same clinic as us.
3: But they had never talked about it. It was only when Matt brought it up that everyone was like, oh yeah, me too.
1: Uh, It's so interesting the topics that fall under that category. Yeah.
2: Yeah, And it's just like, I just, you know, it's something. Part of having been on a podcast for so long is that my life like if you wanted to go back and look at the last ten years of my life, very easy to do. I've been doing podcasts since two thousand eight. Yeah, and you can track every every <laughs> fucking point in my life is out there and is annotated on Wikipedia by somebody. Uh, and it's just it's interesting to me that I'm such a talker in life. I have to like I have to like going to the I got to find something else to talk about. Uh-huh. So I just have been naturally sharing for so long that this there was never a question of yeah, sharing this. So I in fact, when I did share it, I think I did it at a live show first. You
3: did it At no. Comic-Con? The Patrick Stewart episode? Really, was the first one that you Amazing.
2: mentioned. Amazing, Captain Picard was the first guy <laughs> yeah. I, ta- I really talked about to Patrick Stewart.
3: Yes, I remember it because I remember <laughs> people <so> tweeting good. <laughs> at
0: you. No about
2: recollection of yes. that. Whatsoever. No, you, it was
3: definitely Patrick Stewart. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: That's so weird.
3: Yeah. That's so And funny. I, I think it just sort of came That's up. so weird. And I ha- I had um, listened. Oh, did I listen to that episode? I can't remember. I don't know. It's but Patrick then, Stewart. you should. Sure. But then you <laughs> talked about it at Comic-Con.
2: Right. That's crazy. Kind of more extensively. Yeah, but it was the, the kind of Stewart thing Stewart's where Stewart's. we, so I had mentioned it and I talked about it and then Hardwick texted and was like, hey, should we edit that out? Like, uh-huh. is that okay with Dory if we talk about yeah. that? Yeah. And to me, I was just like, "Oh, that's so weird." I didn't think about how she might feel about that because I'm so, right? Blah blah blah. And then she was like, "No, go ahead."
3: But I think because Matt had so destigmatized it for me, uh-huh. the first round that we did, I barely told anyone and was very not public about it. Uh-huh. And then um, just kind of seeing the way Matt. In like engaged with it was uh-huh. very engaged.
2: See, that's Patrick Stewart. See, <laughs> so <he said> engaged <laughs> oh. when he goes into warp. Someone okay. at home is laughing.
3: <gasps> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how much crossover <laughs> there is on this podcast, but there's got to be know.
2: one Star Trek fan out there who enjoyed <laughs> that. <laughs> and hey, you know what? If there's not, I enjoyed it.
3: Okay, great. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, like why am I not? talking about this like yeah it's not anything to be ashamed of or to stigmatize and then like one day I was really annoyed at my insurance company my health insurance company Mm -hmm. and I started like ranting about it on Twitter Mm -hmm. and all these people started responding to me and I was like oh like this is this is a thing and I also saw all the people responding to Matt after the comic-con show and also how many of them were guys Mm -hmm. like so many guys had never talked about it to anyone and I told him we should do a podcast and he was like, I don't want to do another podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: He's like number five. I, yeah. I was just like, oh, "Literally, God,
2: I don't know. And she just kept, and I was like, no one wants to hear that podcast. And she's like, well, why don't you put it out to a vote? And I, you know, you can run polls on Twitter and we did. Yeah. And, it
1: was 80-20. 80-20. 80-20. Yeah.
2: And I don't remember what threshold I told her, if it's this, I'll do it. But whatever it was, it was over and I had to do it. <laughs> well, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> Is it like
1: cathartic for you guys too? Super cathartic.
2: Totally. It's really helpful in our relationship to have that time where we know we're going to sit down and talk about, um, We'll we'll talk about where we're at first of all Mm -hmm. in in IVF ourselves and you know sometimes lately we've been sort of peeling back the curtain a little more into our life and Uh just what's going on in general because we're in a bit of a break from IVF for her book but you know also whatever the email is about you know maybe it's something like they're asking about whether or not you tell the kid that they're in IVF. Baby, uh-huh. and I'm like, well, I think this, and then she thinks that, and it's something we would never have thought to right, discuss. Right, but we're
3: sort of working it through in real time.
2: Yeah, it so, all just uh, comes in, and it's, you know, it's it's the, honestly, of all the, it's the easiest podcast I get to do, because it's in my, our dining room, and it is at home, and it's Sunday night, and I don't have to worry about scheduling, and it's just like such a welcome relief to do a podcast yeah. where I don't have to worry about anyone's schedule. <laughs> And so you know
1: like, all the... I mean, it It sounds like you know a lot about the other things you podcast about, too, but yeah. uh, it's like your life experience, yeah. so there's no... Yeah. You're just pulling from that all the time.
2: Yeah, and it really is... I mean, I don't... I didn't know what an endometrial layer was until yeah, we started it's, seeing doctors, and I'm just like... <laughs> You got a lot of fucking plumbing going on down there. That is a very complicated biological machine in your body <laughs> that has so many twists and turns, sometimes literal twists. Yeah. Like, it's just so like, this is like, it's crazy to me that there's all this information that guys never have Yeah. or never bother to think about unless they're going into medicine. It's just like, that, it, I have so much more like, uh, understanding and like when she's like going like oh she's bloated or like the the injections are doing weird things i'm like oh god i don't know what's going on in there but i know it's very complicated yeah (laughs) yeah i'm more understanding of it than i would be if like i mean we just have balls like it's, it's, it's nothing it's it's nothing it's just two bags of semen hanging out sometimes it's not enough semen or sometimes it's plenty of semen but not enough sperm (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, but there could be different coatings and weird things happening on sure. all the different ladies. Yeah. But on the lady stuff, there's like lots of different so parts many. that can be affected.
2: Well, right? it's like it's yeah. It's also so like many. it's like working on. Uh, it's an analogy that is ridiculous, but it's like working on a guy's junk is like working on a on a on a on a car engine that is out of the car. It's like. Yeah. Been pulled out of the car, and you can do any angle you want. You can take a look at it. Uh-huh. But, like, with a working on a, a, a woman's reproductive organs, the car hood is not even going to fucking open. Like, you're going to need.
1: Just squeeze
3: your you're hands in
2: there. Just, like, <laughs> shove something in there, get a little camera up in there. It's ridiculous. It's like.
3: And Matt has also come to. The vast majority of the appointments with me. Yeah. So oh. he has seen a lot of like what I've had to go through firsthand. Uh-huh. Like the camera thing that he's referring to, like one of the early appointments. Um, this test had picked up that I had a polyp in my uterus. Oh yeah. And Remember so that. yeah. So to like really see what was going on, they had to put a camera in in there and see and but to get the camera in you have to put like a catheter like uh, it's it's very it's
2: too many steps it's it's very delicate yeah
3: and matt is there and he's seeing how the doctor like can't get the catheter on and i'm like freaking out and you know and it's just like well good i'm glad you're experiencing this with me yeah (laughs) you know
2: (laughs) it's insane it's really like it's like you you guys are like Volvos and Sobs. You bring it to an American mechanic, they're not gonna touch it. They're <laughs> like, I don't what, I don't know what's going on down there. I can't. That's got a weird size wrench. I don't even have the tools. You're like a Buick. I feel like a Buick.
1: <laughs> I don't know anything about cars. <laughs> so what's like the cliffs? Just uh, for, for people that haven't heard your podcast, what's yeah. like the cliffs notes? version of your journey so far like what have you tried
3: so well just to back up a little bit um our issue is as as it says on our chart male factor infertility (laughs) um which basically means matt sperm matt doesn't have enough sperm um you're supposed to like a normal level is around 80 million 80 to
2: 120
3: million to 120 million sperm in a Milliliter,
2: sure. Splooge, yeah. Sploog. In one splooge, sploog. <laughs> and that has around
3: one million. Which um, I
2: was just, yeah, I thought that was great when I heard the number, and then, the and then he, was he like, followed ooh. it up with what it should be, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. Um, so
3: we were kind of starting from there, and then, you know, even though I don't have any um, like real issues going on, I am older, so you know your eggs do get older, mm-hmm. and. The quality of them goes down the older you get. So, the combination of the quote unquote male factor and my getting older, um, you know, we've been doing, but we would have had to do IVF anyway with the male factor, like, even if I was. Thirty years old. They told you don't me. Know that. No, they they told us that. Um,
2: Why are you gotta blame me?
3: Uh, I'm not blaming you. I'm just <laughs> sounds I'm just, like
2: you're blaming me. I'm
3: just saying. Um, but anyway, so we did. But like with a million,
2: yeah. Is it like
1: are you t- are, you got a shot or like no? no they it's very. You really I mean,
3: need,
2: like, there's always there's a chance. always
3: a chance. But the way they put it is like it's less than one percent. Chance that that we could get spontaneously. There was less trigger. than
2: one percent chance that Donald Trump would win. Well, so there's always a. there's just stop
3: doing IVF. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god. Um. So we did our first round of IVF where they retrieve eggs for me mm-hmm. and then they fertilize them with Matt's sperm and. They use this process called ICSI, where they wash Matt's sperm mm-hmm. and then they find the best, supposedly the best quality sperm, mm-hmm. and they fertilize the eggs with just one sperm. So if he had a, a you know 80 to 120 million sperm count, they just sort of like flood the eggs with yeah. sperm. But with his sperm, they're they're taking out what they think are the best quality sperm. So then you you find out how many of the eggs fertilize. And then from there, they grow them in the lab, which is like kind of crazy. <laughs> Whoa,
0: future. Um,
3: and every other day, they give you an update on like, at, this is how it works at our clinic. Um, they give you an update on how they're growing. And the goal is to get them to day five. And then they reach a stage called blastocyst, where they have essentially like.
2: They can then be biopsied they and genetically tested. Yeah. So we've done that three times.
3: We've done that three times. And. Each round we got one normal embryo, um, and they we did a transfer in November of mm-hmm. the first embryo that we got. Excuse me, and it didn't work. So then we decided to do another retrieval round. Because it
1: like has to take in your system, yes. yeah.
3: And they don't know why it doesn't take. Like for because our embryo was tested normal.
0: Uh huh.
3: They. They don't, like, they're just like, well, sometimes it just doesn't work.
1: And you didn't want to do more because of the possibility of multiple births. Yes.
3: So if you put, there's a 30% chance of multiples if you put in more than one embryo, which is, like, that's, very high. It's a high <laughs> percentage. Yeah. Um, and, you know, look, if if we had twins, like, I'm sure we would survive,
1: obviously. Uh-huh.
3: But, like, if I'm being given the choice, I don't want Twins, sure. It's just too much for me to even wrap my head around.
2: Sure, plus they're weird. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the language.
3: I, I think those are more identical twins.
2: Yeah, whatever. Anyway, you don't think they're talking in the womb? Yeah, they probably are. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um. So yeah. So we kind of just wanted to do one at a time. Uh huh. We went to a doctor though. A, we went to one doctor before we met our doctor. Um. That we're using, that the clinic that we're using now and we asked her like how many embryos would you want to transfer at once and she was like <clears throat> 2 to 3 and i
1: was like what yeah like,
3: yeah I, that was like terrifying to me
1: so do you have some in the bank cuz you got th- we have three two. you got two in the bank yeah. yeah
2: yeah a boy and a girl
1: and you just kind of want to wait on those transfers well
3: so there is a test that they can do to see if the time that they transferred it was the optimal time for your uterus. Uh, so um, they want to do that test. Now, in order to do that test, you have to do sorry, we're getting like real in the weeds now. It's a but $100 like, million. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but you, yeah, exactly. Um, you have to do a mock cycle for transfers. So when you do a transfer, you have to give yourself. Um, You have to take estrogen Mm -hmm. for a couple weeks, and then you have to give yourself um, shots of progesterone for like five days before the transfer, and then for another 10 days after the transfer. So to do the test, you have to do those three weeks of You have to do like a dress
1: rehearsal of the...
3: Exactly. Which also means you have to like be around to do ultrasounds and... On the day of the test, you have to be in Los Angeles. And my schedule has just been kind of crazy over the last couple months. And my doctor was like, let's just wait till you're done with book stuff Mm -hmm. and then we'll sort of pick things back up again. But, you know, it is really frustrating because every time you have this window and it's always like, oh, that's the weekend that we were supposed to go, yeah. like that wedding. Life doesn't or, stop. Life doesn't stop, and Just when you're doing, yeah, you kind you kind of have to put everything on hold, which is it can get really like depressing. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, you're kind of tied to this amorphous. Like, maybe we need to be around. Maybe yeah. we don't. Yeah. I mean, it's like being on call for a. You oh, know, God. For anything. It's just like, yeah. good God, what am I doing? I yeah. can't drive to Vegas. That's really my big complaint.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> does it make? Does the hormonal stuff, like, make you feel crazy? Yeah.
3: I mean, it kind of depends, like, the mix of – every time they've done a different mix of drugs. Um, the first round, I felt like I was the craziest. And I think that also could have been because it was the first round and I was, like, very nervous mm-hmm. going into it we didn't have the podcast mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I, but I definitely felt very on edge that first round. Um, and then yeah. Each Was round she crazy, Matt? How- <laughs> you know, honestly,
2: no. I mean, you kind of brace yourself for it because you're just, there's they're putting so many drugs into yeah. a human being. You're just like, okay, well this is going to mess up some brain chemistry, I'm sure. Right. So you kind of, approach it a little carefully like you would a raptor cage, again, <laughs> nerdy <laughs> reference, uh, but uh, I would say, I, I, think, I don't think you were abnormally behaving, um, I think you were, right. I mean, the one night you called me very angry that I was not there when you were taking your shots, that was, I think that was the peak.
3: Yeah, but I was also, it was understandable.
2: Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> she was in Vegas. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> and what I did I do? He came home, drove home.
1: He did. he did. Um. So, so you get, you've gotten a lot of good feedback. Yeah. And like inspiring feedback. Yeah. Do uh, you get any annoying feedback where you're just like, shut the hell up?
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, it's a podcast, so the answer is always yes. To that <laughs> yes, question. in email form. Um. I think we've had, uh, you know, I just get, we get a little, uh, just sort of like nitpicky. We get the question we get that kind of like, ugh, is why aren't we adopting? Uh. Cause it's just whatever answer we have for ourselves will not satisfy the person that's asking that question. Sure. So it is, we've explained ourselves, you know. But we still get the question, and it just and is now like, the way
3: the question is phrased is like, I know you guys have said you don't want to adopt, but right, like, could you
1: just explain why you don't want to? Adopt?
3: And we've never, right.
2: by the way, we've never said flat out yeah. we're not going to adopt. Right. I mean, there could I, to be a me, time. It seems like,
1: like, like down the road it could be an option, totally. but right yeah. now this is 100%. what you
2: want to exactly. pursue. We'd at least like to, while you know, as long as we can uh, keep our credit cards. At a, at a level that's reasonable, uh-huh. we're going to keep trying this until she says, eh, I'm yeah. done. Because it's all, I mean, you know, I literally just have to jerk off, yeah. which I can do anytime. <laughs> she has to go in for ultrasounds, has injections for two weeks. It's just like, yeah. so if she says to me, we're going to do 19 more rounds, I'd oh, be like, that's, first of all, a crazy amount of rounds. Mm-hmm. But, sure whatever yeah Uh, but you know if she's like i can't i think i can handle one more round i'd be like i totally get it yeah so
1: yeah um so i loved the episode where you guys talk about the briefly you talk about the facebook group hate like you must have gotten just like a little bit of something (laughs) because i it just i was like yes i (laughs) to screen the YouTube comments that we get uh-huh. for the show just to make sure they don't say anything crazy about a guest or whatever. Yeah. They go to my phone. And so sometimes oh, I'll be God. like waiting in line and I'll be like, I know my laugh is annoying or like, <laughs> you know, whatever. And I'm just like, oh, oh my man. God.
3: <laughs> I can't even imagine having to deal with YouTube comments. No, I just... <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Facebook group, like we just... It it's is. Not it pl- is ninety
3: nine percent positive.
2: And it's also like. not a place that we put together to just discuss the show. I could give a shit what you think about. Right. How the podcast went that week. This is a place for you to talk about what you're going through, and for everybody to yeah. help each other out. It's yeah. not a place to say, "Boy, the audio was shitty that mm-hmm. week. Uh, mm-hmm. I really wish Mike was behind the bar." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know, it's not the place for. It's a place to go. Like, I'm going through my third round and. Yeah, I just need to know that it's gonna be okay, and that's what that's for. It's not, you know, and we said to them, I was like, if you wanna fucking complain about our show, email us. We'll see it. Right. You know, don't fucking dirty up the board with your garbage. I don't care. Like, they don't care.
1: I love that. (laughs) I'm working on a, like, specific way to reply. But whatever. Yeah. We'll take this offline. <laughs> it,
2: it's, you know, it's a, it's a thing you don't really also like put yourself in the headspace of a person who I recently last week when we were in New York, I got someone on Twitter. I said something about record. I was recording the Star Trek podcast mm-hmm. I do. And this guy tweeted at me like, uh, try to make it funnier, interesting this time. And I just was oh, like, oh, I just, God. I just, I replied to him. <laughs> I forget exact, but it, like, it was the first thing in a long, since Brexit that like I got into it with trolls. <laughs> uh, but it was, I just fucking laser focused on him and <laughs> just started. I was like, uh, I forget the exact exchange, but it got to the point where I just said, uh, I was like, if you're asking this question, oh, he said, is it going to be bo- is it going to be interesting or fun, funny this time? And I said, if you're asking that question, the chances are no. Uh huh. And then he replied, well, uh, you know, maybe if you, maybe I'll make a podcast. I was like, I was like, great, it's a. Great, I would it's love a, I was to like, hear your podcast. I was like, <laughs> it's a great way to make content for an asshole. Oh! So, <laughs> And then he was like, I don't understand why you, but what your problem is. I was like, I was like, it's fine. He's like, I don't understand why I can't say I don't like something. I was like, it's fine to not like something. And I looked at his Twitter bio and he said he writes for some sketch group in Uh, Portland or Seattle or something. And I didn't, you know, I'm not making fun of his, I don't know. I didn't watch anything. I was like, Uh I was like, I would never watch one of your sketches, not like it, and then tell you.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: I would never do that. I would never no, go out I- of my way to let you know...
1: In a ...that what forum. you did
2: was not to my tastes. And then he never said another word.
1: That's what makes the internet commenting, like, easier. It's just that you know that most s- sanish people d- are not interested in spending their time that way. Yes.
2: It's really... I mean, it's just... It's the kind of thing, too, of, like, the, the Yelp reviews of, uh-huh. of, of establishments. And I've only I've written, like, a positive Yelp review once about uh-huh. my barber because uh-huh. I really enjoyed. <laughs> it's yes. a good barber, guys. Go to Master's Barbershop <laughs> on Santa Monica Boulevard. Um, but I just every, I would say, 85% of bad Yelp reviews about restaurants start with, it was my birthday. Uh Or, it was my friend's Uh birthday. And then they get into why they weren't treated like, you know. A princess. Yeah. Like, a a, to borrow a word, snowflake. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Globalist cucks, guys. Come on.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, how do you guys keep the romance alive? You got a special, like, date night formula or something? We do. Yeah. Um
3: actually formula formula it's called Saturday
2: yeah
3: well it was actually my therapist's suggestion um I was kind of like complaining to her about how I think it was some weekend where like Matt had recorded like a gajillion podcasts Mm -hmm. and had been gone for like five hours at a time because when Matt records a podcast it goes on for like four hours Mm -hmm. and I was like we never go out and you know blah 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 and she was like you should pick a night that is just, you know, you know that it's going to be your night and it's mm-hmm. a date. And that way, like if he, if all the other nights he has to go do podcasts and whatever, it's fine. Like, cause you know, you have that one night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That would make me feel a lot better. And I brought it up to Matt and he, I was actually like expecting he would like put up a little bit of a fight, but he didn't.
2: I can't believe I didn't. <laughs>
3: Um, but he was like, okay, yeah. And now Saturday night is date night.
1: And you don't like date night, Matt?
2: No, no, no. Like it just, the concept of that to me just sat hearing about it from the outside looking in of like, someone's going to approach you and lock up this day forever.
1: Planned fun. <laughs> I'm just like,
2: oh, it sounds like not, I hate plants. So I'm like, yeah. oh, it sounds terrible. Yeah. I don't remember... I don't remember not arguing about it. Well, you
3: hate plans, but you like structure. Like you like to know that every, like we record the podcast every Sunday night. And Uh that is like locked in. And Uh so I think it's, it's, if I had said to him, like every Saturday night, we are going to go to a movie and then go to dinner. And that like, if I had had a plan for every Saturday Mm -hmm. night, I think he would have been like very allergic to that. Mm -hmm. But just saying like on Saturday nights, it's our time he was he was like good with that
2: yeah yeah it's worked out it's been uh it, it is it's just i i find it crazy how busy i am like mm-hmm. i just it's like i'm even even wrapping my head around it now like i'm on hiatus for another three weeks mm-hmm. and i'm just like staring at the calendar going like oh fuck. once that hits i'm gonna have that i have this other thing on legendaries fucking digital bullshit mm-hmm. i get mm-hmm. i should probably say that it's a great platform i love uh-huh. video, but, <laughs> but like it's just like this other thing i have to do on monday nights tuesday nights uh i usually play poker which is like the fun thing in addition to date night that i do uh-huh. but then it goes i have to record one two three four four podcasts for sure every week uh-huh. and i work as a writer on a television show where my hours can fluctuate from I'm out at six to I'm ordering dinner. I'll see you hopefully by midnight. Yeah. So it just like, I'm thinking about my just staring at like, Oh my God, I'm not going to be off again till Thanksgiving will be the next weekday off I have will be Thursday, November, whatever it is this year. Mm -hmm. And it just is like, I'm just like in my head panicking. Like we were driving over today and I was just panicking about that. I'm like, I'm so busy. But it is in all of that. It's very nice that I have like, okay, I'll see my wife for sure. Yeah. Saturday night.
1: Yeah. I find that with uh, my boyfriend and I just moved in. And it's like, this is kind of like. Oh,
2: after nine months, huh? That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) When did we move in?
1: Uh... Before you got engaged? August, six months.
2: Six months in. So yeah. you're a little behind the curb. <laughs> okay. So I'll try to catch up. I'm going to push <laughs> your engagement now out to a one year. One I've year
1: requested one year. Yeah.
2: I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. It's going to work
1: out. <laughs> but it, I love the seeing each other in between. But like, this is like, the, I feel like for both of us, and, and you guys are yeah. there too, but it's like, it's a career decade. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's how you got to run yeah. as fast as you can for yeah. this period of time. And having a time that is specified to spend with your partner yeah. seems like a good way to do it. I yeah. might implement
2: that myself. You should implement it. Yeah. And also, like, Saturdays are good nights because, like, there's usually something. Oh, you yeah. Can, there's fun shit yeah. to do every week. We've been to some concerts. hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: What's your favorite date night?
2: My favorite date night...
3: Regina Spector concert was pretty fun.
2: Because it was so close to our house. Hmm. That, that isn't the only reason it was fun. It she was, was mm,
1: but yeah. She was,
2: you know, she was great. Uh, my two favorite ladies were in one place. It was amazing. I, but yeah, that was great. I kind of you enjoyed. You like a drive around. I love it. love an aimless drive around. Oh, where I get we like, that. We have not planned on anything and I'm like, ah, get in the car. Uh-huh. We're either gonna head to the beach or the beach. It just depends on which way we get there. <laughs> um, but uh, I really enjoyed the Shins concert, even mm-hmm. though it was a Friday. It was it turned into our date night. But like we didn't know if we were gonna get in. Like uh-huh. it was like this. Cra- we drove out to Pomona. Oh yeah. we were supposed to be on the list, and then we weren't on the list. And then like <laughs> the PR person who was supposed to be there, like wasn't there she got sick and i was like talking to our booker from the nerdist about like i was like what am i doing and then
0: uh-huh. i was like, trying, some I was, like guy... trying to buy a
2: ticket i was like gonna go scalp a ticket and i kept going up to the will call going like is it on this list is it on this list and then like some guy was trying to sell his tickets and i was like how much are you selling tickets for and he's like uh, 20 bucks it was so close to the show was, like 20 uh... bucks so i was like all right do you have two he's like no i only have one He's uh-huh. like, oh, my wife. And he's like, here, just take the ticket. And then he gave us the ticket. And then the people who we've been talking to all night at the will call. Well, I
3: said, because we also, we saw, there were people who came over who had had seats in the balcony. And by the time they got to the balcony, the seats were all gone. And so they wanted floor tickets. Uh, and we saw that they gave them floor tickets. And we were like, oh, so they have some tickets. Have oh. So we were like... I was like, Matt, just go ask them if they'll sell you one floor ticket. And then they, I think they felt so bad for us. We'd been standing like sort of pathetically there for like an
0: hour. <laughs> it's,
3: like, it's, so <laughs> pathetic. it's like this
2: concert that I could have easily purchased tickets for at any point, but then was told, no, we're going to put you on the list. And then I was just in that situation where like, well, I'm not going to, who's going to feel bad for me? I'm, you know, waiting right. on the list. I could have just bought tickets. But it just turned into a fun thing of like, for me, it was annoying, but also like, oh, we just drove to Pomona. We might not get into this concert. This is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to this. Like, I was like thinking of like other things we could do in Pomona. And it's like, there's nothing to do in no. Pomona except go to like a bar full of, full of people, like 45-year-olds who are pretending they're in college still. It was very strange. It was a strange place, but it was a fun night because we it was Yeah, they so... just gave us
3: a ticket. And we stood and
2: we we found a nice little spot, we watched The Shins. I had never seen them live, they're one of my favorite bands. Oh, what a night, guys. (laughs) All because of date night. All because of date night.
1: Thank you, therapist. Really,
2: really was spectacular. And she would have, we had the retrieval the next day, right?
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
2: We had a retrieval the next day.
3: Wait, no, you know what? It was a Saturday. It was a
2: Saturday. Great.
3: Because the retrieval was on a Sunday, and That's I right. was like, I don't know if I should go. I have to get up at like 6 a.m. But then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna go.
0: Yeah, because I
2: had like, she's like, well, find if you can find out if someone else can go with you, and I'm like. I okay. threw through my phone book like crazy to find ah! people who want to go to... But, like, the big hard sell here is that it's in Pomona. Yeah. And anyone I'm texting in Los Angeles is like, am I going to fucking go to Pomona to see the Ask your shins. wife. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not Zach Braff. I'm not driving to fucking Pomona to see the shins. So it just... And, it, you know, she was like... Finally, she was like, ah, I can go. And luckily... I didn't like bring one of my friends and then get embarrassed by the fact that I'm not on the list. I just got embarrassed in front of my wife of this worked out thing that was not worked out at all. But we got there. Yeah. And it,
1: So that's date night. Yeah. Yeah. A different kind of excellent adventure. <laughs> Indeed. Going to a Shins concert. Hi, you guys. Thank you so much for stopping by and talking to me. Of course. Thanks for having us. Thank you for making a podcast out of your excellent adventure.
2: Really is something. <laughs>
1: um everyone should listen matt and dory's excellent adventure Mm -hmm. um watch the goldbergs buy dory's new book Mm -hmm. startup i'm gonna do that as soon as we're done um if
2: you decide to get the audiobook of startup a novel the person reading it is not her but the person reading it said jiff instead of gif and which I just
3: found out last night someone came up to me and it's was
2: really like... been bothering her and I just wanted to like lay it out there for anyone listening that Dory had no control over that and just assumed that they weren't idiots
0: <laughs> she knows would, how to say it you guys and would
2: read the g as a hard g <laughs> and I understand that the guy who invented the format says that it is jiff but he is also wrong. Yeah. It is GIF. It's GIF. It is a yeah. graphic interface format. <laughs> G. Yes. Not a Jaffic. It's a graphic. Okay, so I got that out of the way. Thank Start up you. a novel by Dory Shafrir. Check you. it out.
1: Definitely check it out. Do not blame her for the, the, GIF. the, GIF. Yes. the yeah. GIF. GIF. The GIF.
2: The GIF. The GIF. The GIF-GIF debacle is yes. what we're gonna call it. Yes.
1: Thank you. <laughs> anyway, thanks guys. Thanks for having us. Bye. Bye. Thank you to Matt and Dory for stopping by. So fun talking to them. Uh, They are both so funny. Um, As always, follow the show Reality Bites Pod on all the socials. It's bites with a Y. It will always be with a Y. (laughs) Send your digital heart stuff, your questions, your quandaries, your compliments to realitybytespod at gmail.com. Rate and review the show on iTunes. Five stars. It really, really helps other people find us. Um, and it makes me smile every time I see a new one. Uh, tell all your friends about the show. We will be back on Friday with an all new episode. It's mere days away. And I want to say a quick thank you to, uh, Josh for their help in producing this podcast and I'll see you guys Friday. Bye.